Hey, you are listening to Medica Talks, which brings to you all the exclusive healthcare industry news, views and opinions from across the world. Hello listeners, I'm Urvashi. Today we will discuss on a special topic on management of pain in animals with our expert Dr. Deepa Katyal, who is a leading veterinarian practitioner in Mumbai. Her international exposure includes working with the legendary Australian wildlife expert and conservationist Steve Irwin. In the course of her two-decade career, she has been involved with many animals' welfare and animal rights organizations in various capacities. Her selfless work towards treatment of stray animals and fostering accident and trauma cases, both wild and domestic animals, is well known. She is also one of the very few veterinarians management in animals. After completing NAVC Institute Pain Management Program, she practiced pain management using acupuncture needle stents and cold laser warding, the pain of many animals effectively, and the results were satisfying. She has certified herself in acupuncture in a master class from Cura Core Academy US. She has been practicing acupuncture now for more than a decade. She is the only vet from India to give a TED talk on pain-related issues. She is one of the very few veterinarians offering physiotherapy and rehabilitation service in her city. She reintroduced the concept of wheel carts and mobility harnesses which improves the lives of paralyzed patients as well as their human companions. She plans to get more deeply involved in the subject and be able to help more immobile animals get back on their feet or at least be free of pain and have a better quality of life. She is an expert of directors for the International Veterinary Academy of Pain Management USA. Her association with various voluntary organizations such as PETA, RAW, TSPCA, including several other such organizations spans over a decade and a half. Hello doctor, welcome to a podcast for patients, caregivers and healthcare professionals at Medica Talks. Hello doctor, what could be physical therapy and hydrotherapy mentioned by you? So treatment of diseases by uh, physical methods such as medical massages, uh, uh, heat treatment, um, exercises rather than drugs or surgery is primarily what is physical therapy. So there are different types of uh, massages that are uh, um, that come into this category for uh, enhancing uh, muscle strength. Basically, the strengthening of the muscles, especially in case of animals, because they cannot uh, uh, exercise on their own. Like for example, uh, when you go to a, a physical therapist in humans, she will ask you to raise your hand uh, if she knows that this muscle is affected and she needs you to develop those muscles. But unfortunately, in uh, the animal world, we cannot ask the animal to um, oblige or to listen to us. So we have different kinds of gadgets that um, we use to enhance uh, muscles that could include uh, uh, certain uh, balls, ma- medical massage balls, um, or uh, they could be, uh, uh, you know, the Fitbit bone uh, or a balancing board that are available. And you have to basically train these animals or lure these animals into doing those exercises either by help of food. 
Hydrotherapy is the use of exercise in a pool. Any method that uses water to treat a variety of symptoms throughout your body uh, is hydrotherapy. It's used for muscular skeletal conditions such as loss of muscles, again due to arthritis, uh, joint stiffnesses, um, and uh, even neurological conditions which can cause muscle degeneration. Uh, hydrotherapy has to be assisted uh, by uh, an expert, um, especially in uh, older animals or um, uh, you know animals with heart problems. So uh, since it's also a part of cardiovascular exercise and uh, it, once the animal is into the water therapy, especially in case of animals, um, a guided uh, technician or expert is goes along with the pet into the equipment and uh, helps the animal uh, move uh, in synchronization uh, with the moving water. Additionally, you have mentioned about wheelchair and braces. How do they help in improving the life of the pets? The uh, wheelchairs are very poorly understood uh, by a lot of uh, individuals here, um, you know, even pet owners. Um, because uh, they feel that a wheelchair is the um, the best solution for a paralyzed patient. But here I'd like to clarify a point that one is that uh, all wheelchairs uh, do is more than give mobility to an animal because an animal once on a wheelchair cannot sit and sleep in it. Uh, it can only be mobile uh, for a walk, say, because you cannot allow a dog to be uh, on a wheelchair 24 hours of the day. That's not how it works. So uh, the understanding of people for of a wheelchair is oh you know my dog now is everything is sorted if the dog is paralyzed and has a wheelchair so basically what i'm trying to get it get at is uh, especially for larger dogs that uh, are paralyzed or paraplegic or um, having issues with mobility these wheelchairs uh, along with giving them mobility for a walk it also improves mentation like all humans uh, animals also get very disturbed when they cannot walk so as far as braces are concerned, different braces are used for different uh, issues. Generally, uh, they are used to provide stability to a joint um, and to avoid the range of motion beyond a certain point. Um, or actually uh, not at all depending on what the underlying situation could be. Um, just to cite an example, we use knee braces in dogs to restrict the range of motion in case the dog has uh, some kind of stifle issue. How does acupuncture help dogs or cats for relieving pain and in what conditions can it be used? So to be able to understand how acupuncture actually works, we need uh, to understand a couple of uh, things before that. We all know that uh, the minute we say acupuncture, we think about needles being inserted um, on an individual or an animal or whatever. And uh, we should also know that uh, this is a part of traditional Chinese medicine that has evolved and was existing almost 3000 years ago. Now, um, through the years, uh, the, there are changes uh, in how acupuncture is done and the theory behind acupuncture. But we must understand that there are existing 361 points and 13 meridians uh, on which the concept of acupuncture actually dwells on. 
so basically if uh, the acupuncturist is well aware of the origin of the nerve and the blood vessel in a particular area uh, that point will be uh, providing more efficacy because we know that if uh, there is a blood vessel surrounding any uh, nerve it is definitely more uh, uh, rich in uh, oxygen supply and therefore the efficacy of the point definitely changes if uh, it uh, if the track you select for a particular element is close to a blood vessel or it is the origin of a particular nerve also these points have their roots in ancient times before modern methods were available and it is backed up with a lot of studies indicating how acupuncture point really works and what is the uh, physics and mechanisms which are involved in its action the use of functional mri or fmri Uh, also showed that how acupuncture is effective by stimulation of certain points and uh, the method and the duration of uh, stimulation that is uh, used so the stimulation of acupuncture needle uh, what does it actually do it causes nerve stimulation it increases enhances blood circulation um, it relieves muscle spasm and all this causes release of um, happy hormones like we can call them such as endorphins um the serotonins uh, which are basically body pain control chemicals also uh, cortisol which is like a natural steroid and brings about sense of well-being and uh, uh, a feel good feeling in an individual the national institute of health developed a consensus statement about acupuncture and uh, about how uh, its uh, efficacy is and it's also stated that uh, there is a compelling evidence that uh, acupuncture is used for management of osteoarthritis and musculoskeletal diseases i mean there is a lot of scientific backup and a lot of papers that are um, uh, available on this uh, related topic and how it is uh, supposed to be one of the most effective uh, therapies for pain management uh, which is uh, uh, without using medicines I would also at this point want to reiterate uh, the actual definition of acupuncture which is available uh, in certain journals um and um, it goes as as uh, that acupuncture is a therapeutic modality which involves insertion of fine needles it is an adaptation of chinese acupuncture using here i'm emphasizing on this point using current knowledge of anatomy physiology pathology and the principles of evidence based medicine this here is extremely important so while western medical acupuncture has actually evolved evolved from chinese acupuncture its practitioners actually no longer adhere to the concepts of yin yang uh, or circulation of chi and regard acupuncture as a part of conventional medicine rather than a complete alternative medical system so you see how uh, it is important for us to understand that acupuncture has a lot of science basis to it and the therapeutic efficacy that it provides is uh, also uh, evidence based it also further adds that it acts mainly by stimulating the nervous system and that its known mode of action include local antidromal axon reflexes segmental and extra segmental neuromodulation and uh, definitely other uh, central nervous system effects it also further adds that it acts mainly by stimulating the nervous system 
and that its known mode of action include local antidromal axon reflexes segmental and extra segmental neuromodulation and uh, definitely other uh, central nervous system effects now we must also understand that western medical acupuncture is principally used by conventional conventional health practitioners most commonly uh, obviously for uh, primary health care it is um, also uh, mainly uh, acupuncture is used to treat musculoskeletal pain here including myofascial trigger point pathology uh, it is also effective for post operative pain and nausea the practitioners of western medical acupuncture also tend to pay less attention than classic acupuncturist in choosing one point over the other though they generally choose classic points um, as the best place to stimulate uh, the nervous system so also um, the design and the interpretation of clinical studies um is uh, perhaps constrained by the lack of knowledge of uh, the appropriate doses of acupuncture that are used and uh, also there is a likelihood that any form of needling that is used as a usual control procedure um in uh, uh, placebo control studies uh, may be active uh, so finally we eventually arrive to the conclusion that uh, based on medical acupuncture justified an unbiased evaluation of its role in modern healthcare service and uh, lastly to summarize it uh, um the conditions uh, that acupuncture is indicated for or used for um so acupuncture is indicated uh, uh, or used for functional problems uh, a variety of functional problems actually uh, such as those involving paralysis i see a lot of paraplegic patients or uh, quadriplegic patients in my practice uh, which come to me for um, um seeking help uh, and guidance as to how uh, we can neuromodulate these animals and uh, make them walk again um and uh, primarily also for pain relief uh especially in uh, those cases uh, uh, which uh, cannot take medicines like for example uh, a kidney patient maybe who cannot take too many drugs or a dog uh, with jaundice having uh, uh, other kind of uh, underlying ailments and too much pain puppies which cannot be taking uh, too much medicines um non infectious inflammations such as allergies and pains uh small animals uh, there are uh, some of the general conditions which may be treated with acupuncture most likely uh musculoskeletal uh, problems um including arthritis intervertebral disc disease traumatic nerve injuries which are very very common and we see a lot of these kind of cases uh respiratory problems uh, such as uh, feline asthma uh can easily be also treated uh, with uh, um including arthritis intervertebral disc disease traumatic nerve injuries which are very very common and we see a lot of these kind of cases uh respiratory problems uh, such as uh, feline asthma uh can easily be also treated uh, with uh, acupuncture skin problems uh, such as lake granuloma allergic dermatitis gastrointestinal gastrointestinal problems um, such as diarrhea even constipation uh, reproductive problems like there are a lot of number of problems that can be actually treated with that most commonly we see cases of uh, mobility uh, and uh, incontinence in cats um, uh, um, allergic uh, cases or uh, maybe atopic cases 
which are uh, not getting um, treated by uh, medicine, which, uh, you know, people will need to use steroids and other kind of long-term medication uh, when a lot of patients are not happy using that. So we used about acupuncture for most of these kind of ailments and it is uh, a very, very result-based uh, treatment and most of our patients get a lot of pain relief uh, with the um, these therapies. I in person also use a lot of acupuncture in my trauma cases. Uh, uh, I treat exotics. So we have a lot of monkeys that have fall injuries or uh, epilepsy because of head injuries, damage to brain. Um, and since uh, we have financial restrictions in um, uh, meeting uh, medical management for these kind of cases, uh, I use a lot of acupuncture in these primates and uh, the results are just very aston astonishing and unbelievable because we have a complete remission of pain and even uh, for seizures, like I found that uh, this therapy is incredibly uh, rewarding, especially when you compare it to the medicines that are given to seizure patients can create addiction and uh, drowsiness and lead to other uh, problems because of the dogs slowing down generally circulatory system issue, um, issues that come with anti-epileptic drugs, uh, constipation that can occur with these kind of drugs because the animals' uh, lifestyle changes, they slow down, they stop going for walks. And uh, as compared to when you start uh, acupuncture, uh, we see like incredible changes in the demeanor and the behavior of these animals and uh, very gradually with the number of sessions and uh, time and what kind of therapies and uh, needle insertions are happening at what points, basically cranial points when you use, you find that this treatment for epilepsy or anxiety is extremely rewarding in our cat. Uh, we see like incredible changes in the demeanor and the behavior of these animals and uh, very gradually with the number of sessions and uh, time and what kind of therapies and uh, needle insertions are happening at what points, basically cranial points when you use, you find that this treatment for epilepsy or anxiety is extremely rewarding in our cats and dog patients and uh, even a lot of primates that I take care of. So overall, I think this is a very, very rewarding field and uh, it should be more uh, accepted by people and understood by uh, our um, our city people because it's, uh, it's a very, very rewarding um, therapy. Dr. Deepa, what message would you like to give to our listeners? Yes, um, the message that I would like to probably give through this uh, podcast would be that just like we humans want to be pain-free and not suffer um, chronic pain, etc. I think uh, all living beings, which includes plants and animals, should also have the right in our space to have the same kind of comfort and be pain-free, which actually uh, would need the pet owners and caregivers to the animal industry or animals in general to first take a step in understanding how your animals express pain because it becomes extremely important unless we recognize pain in animals or unless we recognize how these animals express pain, we may not be able to help them. So I think it's very important for us to uh, start noticing these things in our, our space. And the other thing is I work with wildlife and I work with a lot of primates. 
and very often in our city we have these primates getting burnt electrocuted because of high voltage and uh, they suffer uh, uh, very fatal wounds uh secondly uh, also most of these primates they fall down from trees from building rooftops because of the way their uh, houses or the forest that they are staying in are getting encroached upon the biggest message over here which is not related to this podcast is but it is related on humane grounds is that somewhere if anybody uh, with the right authority is hearing this please consider the fact that the forest belongs to these animals and we should preserve and conserve them otherwise each and every one of us is going to get into trouble sooner or later and the universe will give us certain hints which we've already got in the past year with the corona hitting us but i think we've still not learned our lessons and i think that we human beings really really need to be very mindful that we need to share our space in very humanely with these animals and we have to give them the best what nature has provided us with thank you listeners hey listeners i hope this podcast was beneficial for you don't forget to stay tuned with us for our next podcast session where we bring to you all kinds of healthcare industry news views and opinions from around the world